0: Welcome to the Revolution Solution, the podcast where we talk about your life questions, your love questions, and even your silly questions. I'm John Alden, back this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Left Lane, your host from last week. And we have a special guest with us today, as always.
2: Introducing Mr. Caden Gaylord.
1: What's your DJ name, Caden?
2: Um... I have a few. It's like DJ KG3, or you can go... Oh, that's See, right. I like the KG3. Oh, yeah. You can go Chocolate Drop Junior, or, you know, <laughs> this, there's a variety. I, I like the variety. Uh, let's go ahead and jump
0: into our love question of the day, shall we? It go, it's from IDK Man. Just all one word. I like it. IDK Man. I'm afraid I'm not making a big enough impact in my significant other's life. We've been together for a few months now, and lately I've been feeling like they are shying away from me. There's no sense of urgency to hang out with each other like there used to be, and I feel like it's my fault. Maybe I didn't give them enough attention early on, or maybe it's something else. What do you think is my problem? This guy's very. seems like he's... Guy or girl. Very caught up in... He thinks it's his fault is what it sounds like.
1: Well, it does say IDK man.
0: IDK man.
1: (laughs) That's a great vigilante name. I love it. To (laughs) I. IDK man. (laughs) Uh, Okay, on all seriousness. So I've had a lot of relationships where I was really excited to get with somebody. Like, I was really excited to start dating this person. I was really excited to you know hold hands and you know all that really racy stuff right <laughs> um, all
0: those sparky moments
1: <laughs> and uh but but the thing is once the like the chase is over once i get somebody to ask me out or i ask somebody out sometimes i don't feel like the magic anymore i'm like oh you know what you're kind of just a person and i'm just a person and it's not anyone's fault if we don't necessarily go great together, you know? Like, this person says, I feel like it's my fault, and what do you think is my problem? But to be honest, IDK man, um, I don't necessarily think it has to be anyone's fault or anyone's problem.
0: I think sometimes people just move past that lovey-dovey stage faster than other people, and then when they see that change in the other person before they change, they think there's there's an issue, and maybe there's not any sort of issue going on.
1: Yeah, and I guess my my hot take on this one is actually going to be that if these are the feelings you're getting from this relationship, then, uh, at a certain point, you're both doing each other a disservice by staying in the relationship. Like maybe you're better as friends. I don't know. Everyone always says that and it never seems to quite work out, but, but I got to be real. It's going to be much longer for you to move on past something that's sour. Um, if you stick with it longer than it, than you need to stick with it. And I know that sucks. Breakups always suck. But uh, that's kind of the feeling I get from this. Maybe I'm being kind of a jerk, but that's how I feel.
2: <laughs> well, this person says, like, what do you think my problem is? I wouldn't say it's, like, you specifically. You know, to me, communication is everything in a relationship. So, you oh, know, definitely. It, it seems like, you know, this person is just getting in their own head and, you know, they're not actually talking to their significant other. That's how. That's what I see it as from this question. You know, I feel like. You know, confrontation is sometimes good, you know, when needed. And I feel like this situation, you know, these two people need to sit down and talk to each other about what their problem is or, you know, you know, how they're feeling each other, you know, just,
0: yeah. You're definitely bottling up those kinds of feelings. You're asking for more trouble than there actually needs to be. Seems like.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you listen to our (laughs) pretty much every love question, I think the, the, the idea of communication probably comes up at least once and as a little asterisk on what I said, you know, which is, of course, the nuclear option of just ending the relationship. (laughs) um, That little asterisk on that is like, yeah, talk about it. Um, I think it's one of the hardest and most rewarding things you can do um, to just ask somebody straight up about what the problem is, or, you know, if there is a problem, you know, um, is there something I'm doing that's pushing you away? Is there something I could be doing to um, you know li- lighten things up again to make things good again I-, I don't know like you will not know unless you talk about it because it sounds like things it sounds like this situation is a uh, is complacent like no one's changing You're just letting it happen you know
0: and sometimes and even not even just with relationships whenever you have something that's really bothering you just that simple question or whatever you need to ask that can just be a big burden lifting off of you lifted off of you in and of itself and that can just make you feel better in general whether or not you get the answer you were hoping for it's good to have to take that step that maybe you weren't expecting that you would be able to take in general
2: yeah you can only do so much you know you could try as hard as you can and they not might be trying as hard as you can as they can you know but that's on them So you can't really blame yourself. You know, you can only go so far in the relationship. It has to be, you know, everybody has to be on the same side. A
1: mutual thing. Yeah. I guess the bottom line here is um, I think we feel like it's probably not your fault, you know. Uh, Say something, communicate, but don't blame yourself right from the get-go. You don't even know, you know.
0: I feel like in general, in relationships, it's not ever anyone's fault unless you are genuinely trying to hurt the other person or do something against them. If you're trying your best for that person or for your relationship, it it can't really be your fault. It can just be uh, an overarching issue that you need to address, and that can be with all sorts of things. We want to move on to our next question.
1: I think I feel good about our discussion. We feeling good, yeah, so and it's time
0: to move on to our live question. Who wants to read?
1: I'll read it. I like I like reading stuff. This one is from <laughs> your boy. <laughs> um, With a capital B! Yeah, your yeah, boy. No spaces though. Okay. What's the most exciting thing to look forward to about life after college? I've been in school for as long as I've been alive, pretty much. And I'm still a bit worried about what to expect in the, quote, real world, unquote. Obviously, you guys are still in college, too. But what do you think is exciting about post-graduation? Mm. I
0: tell you what, I've thought about this a lot, too. Like, we're about 20-ish years old. I mean, average in college. <laughs> and we've been in school for, I mean, like he like said, our entire life just about. And that's all we've come to know. But I think in terms of what you're doing in college, when, when it comes to your preparation or what you're getting involved in, that's what gets exciting about post-graduation. You get all, you get to finally utilize all the experience you've garnered through your classes, through your internships, whatever it may be. And that's what's at least what I'm looking forward to when it comes to graduating.
1: I got to say, I have not spent all of my, um, all of my life in school, I did. I took a year off after college because. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, yeah, after high school. Or yeah, after high school, because um, I couldn't afford anything and my family was homeless. But you know, you know, you gotta know about that. Um. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> dropping bombs over your Loki, um, but I did. So I was in the in the quotes real world, um, and um, here's the thing: you can't become. You, you can't just let things happen to you. Because you can work at a job, you can work at a donut shop, <laughs> you, can, you can just stand there. And even if, like, I wanted to be a writer, but what I would do is I'd work 12-hour shifts and I'd go home and I was tired. I'm not going to do any writing. Even on my off days, I'm tired. I'm hmm. just going to sit around and do, you know, refresh myself before I go back to the mundane, right? So I was not in a situation where I was allowed to grow. I, I needed to do it because I was saving money. I needed to do it because that's what helped me um, get up here to WKU and all that from
0: the from the ground up. Yeah,
1: from the ground up. Uh, but but like, if I had not had that goal, if I hadn't been working towards something, God, I would have I would have stayed there for a while. So when I graduate, even if I do have to go work at you know a coffee shop or whatever for a little bit, like if I don't get straight into radio, um, I'm gonna try to be working on something. And I'm going to um, I would say don't ever put yourself in a situation where you're not free to let yourself grow. It's kind of like if you've ever had a lizard, like a tiny little <laughs> lizard, if you keep it in a tiny cage, believe it or not, that lizard is going to stay tiny. But if you put it in a bigger cage, voila, it's going to be fat.
0: So essentially what you're saying is even on your time off don't just sit there and try to let things happen you've got well, to make an effort
1: don't put yourself in a situation where you're you have to use your time off just to like let your hp bar refresh you know like you have to when i was working that job and at a point i was working 3 jobs like what the heck else do you think i was doing other than that you know like sleeping a little bit right but if I, had, if I had already gotten my degree and I was already supposed to be working on the great American novel, I wouldn't have <laughs> had time for that, you know? So I would say no matter what you're doing, even if you don't leap into, like, beautiful employment, that you should try to craft a situation where you will have time to pursue your own stuff, you know, and not just be a wage slave or whatever.
0: Caden, yeah, this is probably interesting for you because you're coming <laughs> in with this question as, a, as someone who's only a freshman. Yeah. And you don't probably think about the future that far ahead right now. But in your mind, what is it like for you to think about what you're, what you're doing in college and what you're wanting to get out of it in the end?
2: Uh, to me, it's just like, you know, I'm still like a little scared, you know, like what to expect. So I, I relate to this person a lot. But uh, for me, it's just – you know that, like Natalie said, like that goal to me is just like I want to be on TV. I want to do sports talk. So like that's just mm-hmm. always, you know, that's just what I always see at the end of the tunnel. So I'm not really, you know, trying to worry about what other people or how other things can impact that. You know, I, that's just like what I'm looking forward to the most, and I'm gonna do anything that I can to get to that point. So I, I like I don't know this. This is a hard question for me to think about because I'm just so far away. From and sometimes and it just creeps are, up right? on
0: you. I mean, yeah. I have one semester left after this, and I'm surprised that it's already here. But mm-hmm. as long as you're taking the necessary steps while you're in college, I feel like once the time comes to actually genuinely start making decisions, you'll be ready, even though you may not know it yet. So that's a good little reminder, I feel like.
1: this is a, I've seen uh, some other people, some other people, a man. Um, they'll do this thing where they're like, well, I need a job, but the job I want hasn't gotten back to me yet, so I'm just going to wait but like really like don't wait like like I said you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're trapped um, but also like just because it's not the anchor position you've been looking for like if it gets your foot in the door um, if it's a step in the right direction literally I guess if your foot's in the door (laughs) um, then take it take it for now maybe the other job gets back to you eventually maybe they don't but if they don't You've got something lined up, and you're going to be making money. Hopefully. That
0: might making money moves.
1: Money moves. Oh, I think Lord. it's time
0: for my <laughs> my personal favorite part of the show: <laughs> two cents. And we've had a chance to, to look at these briefly. And I think I'm assuming that's why the laughing was commencing just then. But... No,
1: I was laughing at money moves actually. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, I was
2: laughing at you. I was laughing how it. John got
1: away from money okay. moves. So we
0: making money moves here on the Rev Solution right now.
1: Jeez. All right, I'm going to read this first question. <laughs> Why is Charlie short for Charles if they are both the same number of letters? <laughs> <laughs> well, personally, I think it's because Charlie is just like, it ends in E, in an E yeah. sound, and that's more, more cutesy. It's more cutesy, you know, like if I called you Johnny.
0: B- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure being called Johnny makes it more complicated in this sense, because I'm just J-O-H-N.
1: it's true but
0: it'd be different if it was like jonathan and then johnny maybe Mm, mm. i don't know
1: is your name jonathan
0: it's not oh it's it's just just john John. it is
1: i knew a guy whose legal name was johnny really yes
0: i won't be doing that to my child you know what
1: the worst thing is he was the third one
0: i'm the third my full name is john william alden the third
1: all right what's your social security number not happening (laughs) not
0: happening
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, my favorite TV character's name is Johnny, and his real name is Johnny. It's Johnny Bananas. I thought you were gonna say Johnny,
1: Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bananas. No. Does this
0: have to do with that? What are you? A MTV show called Challenge. Show oh. called The Challenge. Oh, this is The Challenge. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He also
2: hosts a uh, NBC First Look. So yeah, whatever. So a shameless
0: called. plug for yeah. some. <laughs>
2: some
1: What's his name? Johnny Bananas. Johnny
0: Bananas. Oh my. So
1: this has nothing to do with Charlie. Yeah, though. but I guess it's Charlie. kind of the
0: same thing, though. I mean, people are gonna call you. I mean, we don't see anyone calling uh, Mr. Bassy out there. Charlie Bassy, though, out on the basketball court.
2: I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, like, is it known to be, like, a short, is it short, is Charlie known to be short for Charles? I never viewed it as it being short. Uh, yeah. it was
0: like it's like mean, a
2: nickname,
1: Charles is so familiar. It's like the name George. You might know somebody named George. But Georgie. maybe somebody calls him Georgie. <laughs> oh, wait, oh like, Georgie! It's from the, it. Isn't that the name of the? Yeah, I haven't seen it. But.
2: Hiya, Georgie. <laughs> to all me, right, Charles right. is like so plain and boring. So I would want no to change it. No
1: offense to anyone named Charles. What about Chuck, Ch- Charles. Now what? Chuck, I have no idea. All
0: right, let's. We've beaten that horse to death. And speaking of horses, oh my god! Speaking of horses, nice I right. had to. I had to. <laughs> In horse racing, why do they award the rider and not the horse?
1: Because this world is controlled by humans.
0: But it seems like the, 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 the horse to human ratio in a horse race is very much uh, skewed more towards the horse and who's doing the more work.
2: Um, I mean, you no, because the rider beats the horse with a little stick, <laughs> oh, so no, no, technically, the rider is exhausting more energy, but the horse... Oh, you're saying all
0: that running ain't nothing,
2: oh, though. Oh, my hey, goodness. But the horse does get rewarded. They get a nice apple after the race.
1: They get a little <laughs> carrot. Yeah. Have you
2: ever seen Racing Stripes? No, I haven't. haven't. Oh, it was like a zebra became a horse. Maybe. I think I've heard of it. (laughs) I haven't seen it, though. It was a great movie.
1: I want to hear your opinion on Racing Stripes. Please message in (laughs) with your opinion on this this movie that I don't. I hardly remember. <laughs> racing you don't have to even ask a question. Just and really,
2: if you think about it, who gets more popularity, the horse or the rider? The horse. Does when you get... think of Secretariat, do you think of the jockey? I don't even
0: know uh-uh. who the jockey was.
1: No, I think of BoJack Horseman. I think actually.
0: of Bob Baffert quite a bit, though. And he's like the owner of all the
2: horses and stuff that we usually oh, yeah. win.
1: I feel like I'm disadvantaged. I mean, I'm not from Kentucky. I don't know anything about horses. so.
2: Oh, I don't know nothing either. No, I'm from <laughs> Kentucky. I just know Secretariat because that's a movie.
1: Right. Um, See, American skip.
2: Pharaoh won the Triple yeah. Crown or something, yeah, something a couple like years ago. Yeah, like that. So that's really all I know. I'm sport. We're all I'm about basketball.
1: Horse Where racing's a sport. Really
2: sure. It's a sport. Is it's a horse hobby.
1: racing a sport? Please it's a message hobby. in. Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs> you might be, oh, boy. <laughs> Hot take.
1: All right. Hot take. Caden, would you like to read our last question? Sure.
2: Okay. If the folks at a Oh, wait. Oh, I got it. If the folks at a sidekick hotline were really sidekick, wouldn't they call you first?
1: Hmm.
2: I'm saying no, because once you call them, they'll be like, I was expecting your call. (laughs) So therefore, they would not call you first.
0: That kind of like anyone can say that, though.
1: Maybe they just, they, you, they're, they're going to say they gave you, like, psychic waves. <laughs> they transmitted waves into your brain, and then you called them. And, Why are they ask ooh. you for
0: your credit card number, too, though? <laughs> well,
1: they got to get paid.
0: But shouldn't they know your credit card number?
1: Ooh, hold up.
0: Where, what, where does the line between what psychics know and what they don't?
1: I don't know. Well, don't
2: they have to, like...
1: Maybe also like see your
2: presence or feel like your presence around them to like get certain stuff. I don't know. Maybe they
1: see works. your future and they can see you and all that, but they have like astigmatism, so they can't like see the detailed numbers. <laughs> They're just kind of like, okay, that blob's moving over there. Oh, maybe that's your grandma, man. I don't know.
0: That blob. They got the crystal ball, right? <laughs> like,
1: I'm not. I don't mean to insinuate that anyone's grandma is a blob. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like you know, like. I I have astigmatism, so everything's a little wonky. Wonky. Mm-hmm. I'm um, a
2: sidekick. Are you psychic? Yeah, I can uh, I see Kentucky winning the uh, national oh championship my this year.
1: Wow. I don't even see Kentucky.
2: Yeah, I don't see it either. <laughs> that's, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's all blur. It's John's all blur. an Indiana fan, so he has no room to talk about.
1: That, that means that. nothing to me. I only <laughs> all care <right>. about hockey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Thank you once again for listening to The Revolution Solution. Uh, Be sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page at at www.facebook.com slash Solution, Or
1: you can check out revolution.fm and just click podcasts, then click Revolution Solution, and there's a place to submit your stuff right there. There you
0: go. She's giving you the easier answer.
1: Oh, yeah. You can tell me which kind of accent to use on my next episode. I don't care. Oh boy! <laughs> I have no standards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and with that, uh, it, this is I'm I'm John Alden, Jazzy John, somebody.
1: I'm Left Lane.
0: <laughs> and this is KG3. I'm KG3,
2: aka uh, Chocolate Drop Junior, aka Big Ego, Small Body. Whichever one. Knows. You do have I a like, small body.
1: Whoa.
2: I'm 5'4, that's why.
1: Wow, I'm only like 5. That's it.
2: <laughs> I'm 311. You know what my motto is? Yeah. I'm 5'4, but my ego is 6'8, so he yes, sits out. Yeah.
1: My bodyguard's 6'7. He weighs like 270. Yeah, we always like we always say, it. just around. The little outro.